This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This week on The Breakup Breakdown. I started dating my ex freshman year of high school. We were engaged. One day, my best friend messaged me and was like, hey, I love you. <laughs> Don't get married. <laughs> so he confessed his love for you out of nowhere. I was blindsided. I knew I wanted to leave my ex, but it was so hard because we had eight years together. We were getting married in like two weeks. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Well, we're gonna find out what she ended up doing and everything leading up to it. Hey there, if you're new here, my name is Abby Murphy. We talk to people about their craziest breakups. We're about to dive into this engagement where the wedding just kept getting pushed off and pushed off until one day she left her fiance. If there's a certain part of the interview you want to jump to, check the timestamps in the description and it'll tell you where to go. All right, let's break down this week's breakup. Hey, what's up? It's Abby. Hey there, it's Lexi. Sometimes these conversations are going to be really hard and sometimes they're going to be really uplifting. And I'm really hoping that this next one is more of that. I feel like we're on an emotional roller coaster with these people. <laughs> we can't get off. We um, can't. We're invested. So We're here for you. Let me read this submission. So this is kind of a similar situation to the first episode in the sense that it was an engagement that went wrong after they'd been together for years. So here's what it says. It says, okay, Abby, you are not going to believe what I saw on my Instagram feed about a year ago. There's this girl I went to college with who had been dating this guy for years, definitely since high school. They got engaged and were planning a wedding. And then all of a sudden she posts that she's dating this new guy who just so happened to be her boyfriend friend's roommate. I have to know what happened. Please be nosy for me. I would never have the guts to ask her myself. Wow. So this is our second couple that got together in high school, totally planned out a wedding and then randomly broke up. I just think it's a really interesting dynamic. You grow up with this person and I can understand a feeling, the feeling of like, well, this is all I've ever known. So you're really scared to leave. But at the same time, so much of your, your big milestones are with this person. Mm -hmm, It's like, how do you break that off? Yeah. And like the plans you make and the idea of what is going to be. So actually, But in 2021, we're finding ourselves, people. We're finding ourselves. (laughs) What I thought was so interesting about this particular situation is that this girl has all of her photos still up on Instagram. I mean, she still has the engagement photos from her and this previous guy. And she even has like her soft launch with the new guy. Her soft launch. Let's see how the internet takes this when I show my new man. (laughs) It was even in the fall when I was like, ooh, girl had that that September soft launch. Hashtag not engaged. The last photo she has with her previous boyfriend is there in front of this adorable little house with their dog their little fur baby and everything looks normal just says so we did a thing today um hashtag homeowners so i'm guessing they bought a house together Mm -hmm. and then there's this big gap and all of a sudden how big's the gap okay this was in june shoot this was in june of 2020 she posted the new guy october of 2020 
Jeez. That is a fast turnaround. Wow. That's like not even like four months. New home, who dis? To new man, who dis? So if it was the boyfriend's roommate, like maybe he was in her life for like a really long time. Like maybe. I would assume, yeah. Did he live in that prior to the house? And they were roommates. Uh, <laughs> scandal. What I think is so interesting is there's this one photo that she has right before she posted the guy where she posted her left hand and her engagement ring is not on her finger. I feel like that was her way of telling the world this relationship is over. And there's even like a moody poetry book on there. Milk and honey? You put your unengaged hand on milk and honey? You know she was in her feels. She was going oh, to poetry book. Full send on emotion, friends. Full I'm, send on emotion. I'm fully invested. We need to find out what happened. I'm going to call up this girl later and apologize for stalking her. <laughs> Stay tuned, friends. Stay tuned to find out what happened. Okay, so you got to tell us everything that happened. One of our listeners submitted your story and said that you were with this guy that you were dating for years. You were getting married. And then all of a sudden, you're dating his roommate. Let's start from the beginning. How did you get together with your ex-fiance? I started dating my ex um, freshman year of high school. We dated all throughout high school and we went to the same college and it was always like him and I and we were like attached at the hip all the time and everyone knew us as like a unit. So you met when you were 14. Well, actually we met when I want to say I was 10. Oh my gosh. We were best friends in middle school. So for like three years, we like just hung out all the time. Freshman year, I had like planned to help him ask out this other girl to like homecoming. Mm-hmm. And she said no. <laughs> yeah. And so then like a week later, he asked me. So I was kind of like backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, wait a second, wasn't I helping you ask out Shelly? And now I'm getting asked out. Right. And when we first started dating, I didn't really have romantic feelings for him. Over time, I like developed feelings, you know? Okay. And he was really sweet in high school, but it kind of seemed like he just got stuck there like mentally like he didn't really make like adult decisions so when we got into like adulthood it was just I felt like I was still dating a 15 year old but I was 22. (laughs) So it seems like everything was great in your relationship until you got to college. I mean what was like the main glaring issue between you two? He was really nice to me in front of people Mm. but we argued a lot. He was kind of a different person when we were in public or with other people. I was very invested in work and he was very invested in video games. (laughs) Two very different things. Different priority. <laughs> okay, so you're sort of having these relationship issues as you go into college and your ex-fiance's roommate shows up. He ends up being your current boyfriend. So when you met him, did you guys kind of hit it off? Is that when things started to get a little bit more complicated? And you know, at first his roommate was like very cold. I used to like leave him little drawings on his whiteboard and he would just like erase them the second he saw them. Yeah, trying to be nice and like silly. And But he just seemed very cold and like standoffish. And so it like made me want to like pry and like ask him a million questions because it was like a challenge now. <laughs> I was like, I, like nobody knew him, so I wanted to know him. <laughs> Did that friendship between you two cause any complications? Did you and your ex-fiance break up at any point during college because of that? No, we never, oh, see, that was the thing. We never took a break, never broke up all of eight years. Wow. As for freshman year, when I met his roommate, after the first like month of me prying, we became very close, whereas him and his roommate never really got close. After, you know, freshman year of college and when, you know, when we made all these friends. My ex and I um, moved into our first apartment and later that year he actually proposed. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. How did the proposal go? Like when he popped the question, were you ready for him to ask? I knew about it. Kind of. Okay. She 
um so he had bought a ring however he had bought like a hundred dollar sterling silver i don't know if it was like cubic zirconium like or glass like you know like one of those yeah well i mean when you get proposed to and you're gonna wear something theoretically for the rest of your life quality matters i've never been like a oh, i need diamonds but like i don't know maybe more than like that would have been great oh well, yeah he had showed me a couple months before he had proposed because he like couldn't keep it a secret when i told him i was like oh do you want me to go get it resized you know just so whenever it's like ready he's like yeah so i went to go get it resized the lady at the place was like we can't resize this it's sterling silver it's just gonna bend and it would cost you more to resize than the ring is worth and i was like what am i supposed to do (laughs) so i had messaged my fiance or boyfriend at the time and he was like oh you can buy yourself a new ring excuse me sir yeah well i he said i could put that ring towards it so i got a hundred dollars towards it okay (laughs) i was by myself in like a zales with a hundred (laughs) dollar credit and i wasn't budgeting to buy myself an engagement ring yeah and so i ended up picking out one of the only ones i could afford which was like five hundred dollars and got it resized and so he proposed with that it was fine i mean like he proposed on our like six year anniversary i think and it was it was sweet we were in like victoria canada and okay it was a sweet proposal but the whole ring thing was a little irritating he was like oh i was planning to upgrade it and i was like okay (laughs) it still taints the whole experience like when you dream about when you get proposed to you don't necessarily envision yourself walking into zales by yourself using your own money to get this ring yeah (laughs) it was kind of a bummer i and my my family was like he shouldn't have done that you know yeah (laughs) i would have been saying the same thing girlfriend we were engaged for about two years things kind of got worse he didn't want to help out around the house and so it kind of left me to like go to work clean the house and take care of the pets all while he like you know lounged on the couch that i paid for and played video games (laughs) Uh, i just i felt more like a mom than a girlfriend i didn't like it or fiance i mean you're gonna build resentment with these little things and then all of a sudden i can imagine it's just gonna go off one day yeah i definitely did start building some resentment you know he was the only guy i had ever dated so Mm -hmm. i just kind of thought it was like normal relationship issues i always hear you know when you move in together you always fight right (laughs) i was like okay that's just what this is yeah everyone's like well relationships are hard and you just have to work through them so if you don't know anything different then it's gonna be like okay well this is just how it is yeah i was with him from the time i was 14 so i was like a kid like i didn't know any different yeah at this point we had started saving and like looking to buy a house we had lived in like apartments and we both were saving so it was like okay it's time to buy a house that's just like the next step so you're moving forward with this relationship with your now ex-fiance when did things start to get complicated with this guy best friend during that time while we were looking his old roommate and i we were still really close friends we both play guitar and so that's kind of like how we bonded um we hung out quite a bit and at this time my best friend his ex-roommate had messaged me and was like hey how's it going i love you (laughs) don't get married i don't think you should get married so he confessed his love for you out of nowhere yeah just i i was blindsided i was like cool i'm still getting married (laughs) and then i was like but i still want to be friends you know he was like my best friend at the time was there any lingering tension did you have any kind of inkling that he might have a thing for you did you ever kind of have a thing for him it was kind of hard because i never let i was engaged so i never let myself even like look but i think you know now looking back i think there was some tension you know Mm -hmm. like whenever we'd hang out in a group it was always like me and him hanging out you know i just never let myself look that way but you know looking back yeah we've talked about it we're like yeah 
yeah, I think there was like definitely tension there. Neither of us realized <laughs> it. So he ends up confessing his love and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm still getting married. And I wasn't sure what to do about it. And so I just kind of kept it in the back of my mind. Like I definitely thought about it a lot. And about a month after that, my ex and I had, you know, put an offer in on a house and it got accepted. And so we moved in. That was where things started getting harder. Yeah. We bought a hundred year old house. Oh my gosh. It was really cool, but it needed a lot of work. And I had posted like before and afters on my Instagram. I like redid the, I like tore out carpet, laid laminate floors. I like learned how to drywall. That was fun and crazy. You really Chip and joanna this, or maybe just well, joanna did. If you- joanna <laughs> So he wasn't involved is what I can tell. Um, no, he, any help I got was very reluctant. Mm-hmm. And most of the time he would sit on the couch with like a beer in his hand while I was I working. That. And, you know, anytime I tried, it was like, oh, fine. You know, like I'll do this one thing for you. Like it was such an effort. I'm just picturing him with like his gaming headset on and maybe a white beater. background. <laughs> Yeah. Absolute turn off. Yeah. <laughs> One day, my college friends, we all decided to kind of get together and just hang out. And my ex at the time, he didn't want to go. He was, I don't remember what he was doing, but he was like, I don't want to go. So I was like, okay, I'll go. And I went to hang out with my college friends and my best friend, that guy who professed his love. We just hung out and drank wine. And we ended up like laying on the grass after a couple of glasses of wine, all of us just laying on the grass, staring at the stars. It was so cold. And my friend, ended up scooching a little closer to me. And it was like a total wine drunk epiphany moment. (laughs) (laughs) Grigio was was just really doing something to you. Yeah, I was like, oh no, I think I like him. But I was like, I don't know what to do about this because I'm getting married in like two months. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, well, I also was like, okay, I've had a couple glasses of wine. Like maybe I'm just, <laughs> maybe it's that. And so the next day, him and I were hanging out. We were just, you know, walking some trails and we were just chatting about life. And after we hung out, I was like, in my head, I was like, wow, I don't want to go home to my fiance. Like, I don't want to go home. Like, I want to hang out. Aww. And so I ended up, you know, he lived farther away at the time. And so I started driving home and I'm like in my head and I pull off into a parking lot and I like totally have a meltdown. I'm like, oh my God, I think I love him. I don't know what to do. So I tell him, I'm like, hey, I think I have feelings for you, but I don't know what I'm going to do about it. Just wanted to give you a heads up. The save the dates have already been sent out. People are coming to your wedding. Yeah. And you are now having to deal with these feelings you have for this long term friend that you've had. Yeah. (laughs) That is terrifying. I have a house and a dog and a wedding and two dogs, actually. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, we we just bought a house. So I ended up driving home that night, like super in my head, kind of freaked out. And I pulled into the house that I had just got with my fiance at the time. I walk in the door and there's no like, oh, hey, how was your day? Or, oh, I missed you. He's like lounged in his, um, on his couch with his headphones on playing Fortnite and he goes, I left some laundry on the bed for you to fold. Oh, oh my God. I can't. I can't do this for the rest of my life. No. So the, literally the very next day I told him, I like pulled him aside. I was like, hey, I think we need to postpone the wedding. So you keep putting off this wedding. You're now dealing with all these complicated feelings for your best friend. What was the last straw for you and your ex-fiance? And okay, I was trying to make things better. And so yeah. I ended up, we had a dog at the time and a cat and my ex had wanted a puppy. So I went out and I got a puppy and Aww. I was like, I was like, oh, like, 
like this will, you know, maybe this will, like help smooth things over. We just need to change things up. It didn't help. <laughs> I ended up taking care of it most of the time. It was a no. puppy who like, cried in the middle of the night. It's like a baby. I started, you know, driving down. I took the dogs and I was taking them to my ex's parents' house because my ex was at work. And so they were going to watch the puppy and my other dog. On my way down, the puppy had stood on the window button to roll down the window uh-huh. and he ended up falling out and passed away. And no. it was really, it was really sad. And I had watched all of it happen. And so it was a little traumatizing. Yeah. You know, my ex had left work, but, and I thought he was like leaving work to come and like, you know, be with me and be with our other dog and just kind of like take it all in. I didn't realize it was going to be like a all about him show. <laughs> he wasn't even there. You know, he just kind of shut down for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of left to kind of like try and figure out what had just happened and process my own feelings by myself. However, my friend who I was going to go see decided to drive up and just like try and take my mind off of it and be there for me. Because that's what it should be. It's a partnership. Also, I mean, I get that it's hard for him because I'm sure he loved the dog too, but you literally watched this dog die. Yeah, it was still hard. Um, A couple days after that accident though, my friends and I, you know, my college friends, Mm -hmm. we had had like a whole camping trip. You know, I think it'd be good to get our mind off of it. You know, don't, we can't just sit and wallow. And that was kind of my fiance's approach. He just wanted to sit by himself, not with me, by himself in a room and like wallow. And while we were camping, my ex-fiance just hid in the tent like the whole time. He wouldn't come out unless we were like eating, but it was mostly just me and my friend who I had feelings for hanging out. It was like he was throwing me at him, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sometimes the universe is a weird way of going about things and- Yeah, that whole camping trip, my friend and I had a lot of time to like hang out and talk and we went for like night walks around the campsite and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do because I he we had feelings for each other but it felt so impossible like we just couldn't mm-hmm. do anything and at this point I knew I wanted to leave my ex but it was so hard because we had you know eight years together we were getting married in like two weeks after that camping trip my ex had become really distant and standoffish and one night while I was sleeping my ex decided to go through my phone and found messages between me and my best friend and they were you know harmless they were just like you know it was like here's how I'm feeling here's how he's feeling I don't know what to do about it you know I'm not gonna go cheat on my fiance and you know he woke me up in a fit obviously you know after that I was like thinking I was like okay he went through my phone he's been distant I was like I just I need to take a break do you think your ex-fiance had any clue before he read the messages that there was maybe something going on with you two I don't think so because so when my friend had told me he loved me mm-hmm. I told my fiance because I didn't want to keep things you know I I was like you know fully transparent just a heads up my best friend just said he loves me and he just laughed it off he was like huh he didn't care if we hung out by ourselves or anything I think he was just like so confident in our relationship that I, I wasn't gonna which I guess is healthy but you would want you want a little bit of jealousy out of him right a little bit. he just he didn't care but he's like I live with that guy for a year he's a loser like, I'm sure that's what he thought but yeah so I told him you know we're gonna take a break we ended up doing that and within that break I went to go live with my mom for a little bit and I um, was hanging out with my friend who I had feelings for you know seeing what would seeing if there was a spark or if it was like even (laughs) worth anything I guess and we ended up sharing our first kiss and it was you know it was kind of awkward at first because it was like oh this is my best friend I've never seen your face this close (laughs) you've only been with one guy for eight years yeah no I had never kissed another guy it was weird but great it felt so great and natural and effortless after that night like we had just all we had done was kiss and after 
after that night, I was like, I can't go back. There's no way. I can't not kiss this guy for the rest of my life. That is so romantic. So the next day, I 100% ended things with my ex. I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I'm really sorry. And it was it was hard because I was thinking I had spent almost half my life with him, which is crazy. Everyone knew us as like a couple. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew us like apart. And I didn't even know who I was like without him. So it was hard to even imagine a life without him. But he ended up taking the dog and I took the cat and we sold the house. Basically, since that night, I've been dating my best friend for a little over a year. And we have our own place and our own dog. And I still have my cat and I couldn't be happier. Every day I feel so thankful and lucky. Well, that just shows that you're in the right place, even though it was a hard journey getting there. Yeah. But also so romantic, the fact that he like confessed his feelings. Don't get married. Very Taylor so speak now. Funny tidbit, when he had professed his love, I like just skimmed it. I didn't even realize what he was saying. So I read it wrong. I was like, oh, cool. And then I reread it. I was like, wait a second. (laughs) So that must have been hard, but... I mean, you guys were together for eight years. You never broke up. You're planning this wedding. And then two months beforehand, you're like, we can't do this. How did your friends and family respond to that? I thought I was a crazy person. And my um, friend was like, oh, I know how he is. Like, and from what I can tell, she's like, the way you talk about your friend, like, I don't know, maybe there's something there. Like, I didn't realize I was talking about him like that. Like, nobody told me. (laughs) Do you have any advice for girls who have been in relationships since high school or whatever that are like, I don't know if I should get out of this? What would you tell them? Yeah, okay, I I would say if you feel like it's like it's too late, like this is just how it is. If you feel like I've been with this person too long or we're in too deep, you're like never in too deep. Like mm-hmm. I could not be happier with the choice I made and I was with him for all, nearly half my life. So wow. I feel like you know, if you think you deserve better, you probably do. And you should go find better. Thank you so much to our interviewee for coming on and sharing her breakup story. Always loving a story like that has a happy ending, you know, at least for one of them. (laughs) If you also enjoyed today's story, I would love it if you left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It just lets me know, hey, I enjoy what you're doing. I'm happy that you're doing it. And I'm happy that I'm here. The trailer for next week's episode is up. And this is one of those breakups where, yeah, the breakup wasn't great, but what happened after really just blew me in Lexi's mind. Let's just say her ex-boyfriend confessed something that we don't think anybody would be okay with. And it goes way beyond cheating. Also on Thursday, we have a mini episode coming out with DIY Breakup. Devin, who I will be talking to, is also in the business of talking about breakups. We will be talking about everything from canceled weddings, giving advice on different relationship breakup scenarios, and so much more. So I hope you'll tune in for that. Thanks so much for listening. I will see you next Tuesday.